Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to, you know, it's fake, right? The ongoing battle with the dirtiest four letter word in professional wrestling. I am your host. My name is Brian Breaker, and this is episode 43. Today, I welcome a good friend of mine, handsome Jack Legacy. Uh, Jack has been on the show. Well, not the show, but we podcasted in the past. It aired on Breaker and Bane's Power Hour uh, probably about two years ago, somewhere in there. And uh, really great guy to talk to. L- loved working with Handsome Jack back in the day. Um, you know, kind of got his start in Oklahoma, but then eventually moved on to California. Wrestled out there for nu- numerous years and came back out to Oklahoma a little bit. But a great guy and tells some really, really fun wrestling stories. So if you're familiar with West Coast wrestling, I imagine you will enjoy this. Or if you are uh, more Oklahoma-based, you will also probably enjoy this. But I think everyone in general will enjoy the stories that Handsome Jack has. Great guy to talk to, and I'm um, really glad that he's on the show. And, of course, I want to give a shout-out to my guest last week, which was Rad Chad, who, uh, you know, like I always try to do with this show, is I try to have a bunch of different types of guests, from wrestlers to fans to people in the business, you know, on in different ways, right? Like promoters, referees, managers, ring announcers. I want to have everybody, because I think everybody has a story to tell with professional wrestling. So um, Brad Chad was a great guy to talk to, and he's a guy I just, every time we podcast, it's just so much fun. So I'm sure he'll be on again down the road, especially as uh, as it's, you know, uh, well, it's November now. I mean, my gosh, when, Halloween was yesterday. Like, it's crazy. Uh, we are into November, so 2021 is almost over. I was thinking about this the other day, not, and I'm not trying to get political, but do you remember what everyone was like, man, I'm ready for 2020 to be over? Like, that feels like that wasn't that long ago. And obviously, when they say 2020, they mean, like, COVID. And, like, not a lot changed in 2021. Um, I know we got back to, like, live events and stuff. But COVID was still a thing. I think we just, as a society, are starting to figure out what to do and things of that nature and precautions to put in place. But now 2021 is almost over. It's almost 2022. Absolutely insane. Um, A guy at my work said this once. And I think it's a pretty accurate thing to anyone. I'm 36 now, anyone about my age. They said the years go by fast, but the days go by slow. And I was like, interesting, crazy dude that I work with that actually may know a thing or two about what he's talking about. You know, it's a very good analogy. But um, anyway, thank you guys for uh, for checking out the show. I think you will enjoy this with Handsome Jack. So let's not waste any more time. Let's kick it over to my conversation with the one and only Handsome Jack Legacy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound here in uh, the studio. I got Handsome Jack Legacy with me. What's up, brother? Hey, what's going on, man? It's been a while. Yeah, it has. It's been, what, two years? Probably about two years. Yeah. Yeah, we go way so, back, back yeah. in the day. Yes, we do. Uh, how long have you been How long have you been associated with this crazy industry now? Uh, what was it? Well, I mean, I've been out of it, really, for what, seven years, I think? Yeah. So, I mean, my whole uh, hobby is what I would call it. Would have been a what thirteen years wow. altogether. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 such an interesting. I just want to say a lot of my favorite stuff that I did here in Oklahoma is with UW UWLW guys. So. Thank you. Yeah. We had a good yeah. time though, right? No, I it was a breath of fresh air compared to what we were doing. Yeah. Before you got there, so. Well, I know um, we. I think for us, it was a it was a breath of fresh air too because. We didn't have the critical eye of Harley right. watching right. everything we did. I have to tell you a story about what Harley said to me about you guys <laughs> okay. over the phone. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, like it was, you know, no fighting on the floor, you know. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. That's all I do. I mean, that's my, well, that's that's right. my thing. And so, like. You always spill to the floor. Uh, you know. Everything's did, a weapon. Right. <laughs> he didn't, He you know, he was very particular, like, keep it in the ring. If you're outside the ring, you can throw him against the apron, but, like, quickly back in. So, little things like that, really? that was kind of how I was brought in. Now, in a weird way, it kind of 
it kind of opened me up to being able to make sure I knew how to work yeah. and get heat while within the okay. confines of yeah. working. But yeah. so when all of a sudden I'm in a world where anything's open, it's like, yeah. Ooh. Right. And working with you, it's like, if I was like, Hey, let's fight in the crowd. You'd be like, let's do it. You yeah, know? Absolutely. Anything's yeah. open, which yeah. is, which is what made it so much fun. That's funny that Harley said that. Cause I could swear I've watched his matches where he's outside. Oh yeah. He did. Beating the living. You know what I mean? Oh, that's funny. That's and, I, and I think it was just his way of like, let's, See if you can work within these confines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which I think helped. You know, right. but oh, sure, absolutely. And I mean, there were times where we got out of the ring a little bit. And yeah. I threw a guy against the guardrail, and I look over at him. I'm like, okay, if he starts making steps towards us, we're back in the ring. But we got a couple of seconds <laughs> right. to see. Yeah, that's when I got more comfortable. Yeah. But I mean, he's obviously not a human being that you want to be angry at. No, you. not at all. <laughs> Under not any at circumstances, all. not at all. But uh, uh, but yeah, man, those were those were good times back no, in the day. I like those matches a lot. Yeah, we had a, we had a, we had a blast. I, and I, like I said, I think it was it was fun for us to kind of work in a different environment. Oh, sure, you yeah, know, absolutely. Um, a lot of us were just we were so so ingrained because then you know at the time WLW was running almost every weekend, so yeah. I didn't really have time to pick up other bookings because I yeah. was so committed to working right. for for Harley. So when those those moments came in, they were a lot of fun. Yeah, no, yeah, I loved it. So, so, what got you into wrestling? Why, why this crazy industry? Uh, well, let's see. I, uh, I was just sitting on the couch one day, and actually in Oklahoma, it's a whole. I mean, it's a long story, but I was sitting in Oklahoma, uh, on the couch, not doing anything, mm-hmm. nothing going on for myself, and, and this uh, this um, commercial pops up. I mean, you would thought it was a carny talking on there, oh, yeah. saying, "Come on down." Uh, come down and try out for be a professional wrestler, but bring a hundred dollars. Of course, you know what I mean, so it was for um, um, Oklahoma Pro. I'm sure. Yeah, so I mean, I just went down and tried out, which there really wasn't a tryout. It was just your hundred bucks, and if you have cash, you right, made it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right. Well, of course, we so, don't know that then, right? No, I thought I was. I was going to be a tryout. I was like, I can do this. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm 20. I can do this. You know. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. So you got were you a fan before that? Or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, um, you know, my favorite wrestler was like Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. Sure, guys yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, and that's the guys I wanted to be. Which that makes sense when I see your character, <laughs> right? Know? Yeah, I, I yeah. see that. For you know, sure. I mean, totally rip off yeah. of Hot Stuff, uh, Flair, Terry, T- all those guys. Those guys I loved. Yeah, you know I mean. So when you saw that commercial, were you thinking like, "This is it"? Because I know for me, it's oh. you're young. You're like, how do you get into wrestling? Oh, this, I don't know. Okay, no, good question. So. When I got there, they ingrained in me. There were two federations: <laughs> World World Wrestling Federation and Oklahoma Pro. That's it. <laughs> that's right. it. Number one, we're number two. <laughs> right. That's how it. That, I mean, that's how they. Acted. Oh yeah. It blew my mind. So oh, I yeah. was like, yeah, okay. But that's so typical. I didn't know anything. Right. right. You know what I mean? I didn't know anything. Yeah. Like, and we got people from WWF. They come and watch us. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, oh really? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. We go to their shows too. They have us wrestle on their card. And oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. You're yeah. you're bought in, right? Yeah. Oh, I was hooked. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's so funny because I don't know how many, you know, promotions or federations I work for where it's just it's a, it's a one off, you know, you're gonna come in, do a match and they're like, Man, you know, we're really making some headway here and yeah. they're like I mean it's a it's an indie promotion. Right. You know, like I don't even know the name of this place, you know, it just is what it is. Okay, I got I got one for you. So there's this funny story about Mike Isles, I know you had him on earlier, or mm-hmm. a couple a week or a couple weeks ago, but we were at a wrestling show in Oklahoma City for Damien Strange. Okay, you ever hear of Damien? I Strange? haven't. Huh? Okay, perfect. So he's standing up on this uh, some type of box, giving us this this awesome. I mean, he, he just explained to me or explained to us what it is that he's going to do and where the promotion is going to go. And how we're going to wrestle in Las Vegas, oh, yeah. and we're going to wrestle in Montana, and we're going to be on <laughs> that's, TV. That's very <laughs> right. They're very different crowds there. And Mike Isles is like, we're going to go to Las Vegas. Um, and I looked at him like, we're not. This is all BS. Y- you've heard it all before, though. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, I mean, and he was all pumped up, and then he found out we we never went. And I, I remember my first year in wrestling, and, you know, Harley's wife, BJ, God yeah. rest her soul. She was a sweet lady, but... Anytime she heard a rumor of something, I think she would kind of tell us. And, you know, when you're a year in, you don't know. Yeah. Oh, I fell for everything. Yeah, yeah. I did too. I was right on board. Yes. I'll, I'll <laughs> never forget being at a camp. She comes up and says something to one of the guys. 
And he kind of has like his his ears perk up, like really. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that someone just got signed. You know, and I'm thinking that. <laughs> so later on, I ask him, I'm like, what's the situation? He goes, uh, she said we're we just officially become a developmental. And I was like, really? We're going to be a developmental? And he's like, that's what she said. And he goes, I don't believe it, but that's what she said. And I'm like, well, why would you not believe it? If she, I mean, if wait, it's you a, guys weren't. No, I heard you. I heard they. You guys were. No, not at all. No, like for like legit. Like no, not they because they took some wrestlers from there. Yeah, they did, but we weren't a developmental by any stretch. Oh wow! And there you go. And so Bruce lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm gullible. I fall for it. Yeah, right. And, and but I remember like that was the first thing I was like, we're going to be a developmental. Yeah. And of course we weren't. Yeah. And then I remember hearing we were going to be there was going to be a reality show. Based oh. upon our school. Oh, wow. And this is how, again, stupid and gullible I was. Go tell your bosses at work if it's okay for a camera crew to follow you around. My dumbass went and told my bosses at work, hey, is it okay? That would and, be a great rib, really. Right? I mean, <laughs> and, like, no, yeah. it, it never happened. Was right. there ever preliminary yeah. talk of happening? No. Right. But I went no. and told my boss, like, hey, there might be a camera crew following right. me while I wait I'm tables. Sure it was like, okay. They were yeah. like, okay. And then, of course, you know, at that point, it was like that life lesson of, like, you don't I, – I remember I believed I was going to wrestle in Japan when my feet were actually in the ring. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. it's happening now. Yeah. I didn't believe it, like, on the flight there. Right. I didn't believe – you know, until, like, my feet were in right. the ring. And yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. it's actually yeah. happening now. Gotcha. So, it's just it's funny how I think when we go through this business, we don't realize like, like there's no one else in wrestling besides the wrestling business, right? You don't right. meet these carny people <laughs> right outside of it usually, right? Yeah, no, yeah, and yeah. that's what it pre- a lot of these little indies, yeah, carnies, man. Yeah, I mean seriously, they will try to take you for everything. Oh yeah, yeah, it's definitely wrestlers versus promoters, and it's and not it's, to sound like a dick. I, I know I'm friends with some promotion promoters but it's but the truth seriously it's yeah i mean I, I mean it's and it's as bad in some places as like you know you pay to train and then you know you're gonna wrestle for free but your payday is you get to train right and yeah. i'm like yeah okay and like somehow <laughs> they convince you that right. you owe no. them yeah and i i was right there every yeah. and everyone's done it yeah you know and it, it happens Absolutely. Yeah. it's just uh i haven't really thought about that stuff in a long time i know yeah and I think, and, I, and I was, a friend of mine said this to me one time, and it's so true. I was like, if any other industry, if your boss was going to have you do the things that you do in wrestling, you would look at him like he's a blithering idiot. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Right. But for some reason in wrestling, you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> without even a thought. You're yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Let's do I'm it. I'm your guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's crazy. Uh, I know you ended up in, uh, in California pretty early in your career. You oh, there, yeah. You were there yeah. for a little while. Yeah, so after uh, Oklahoma Pro, after all that, I mean, it's a long story. But I went ended up in Sacramento for SPW and ended up, actually getting retrained by big ugly mm-hmm. and uh were you would were you not maybe aware that you needed a retraining i was not so yeah. i show up to the fir- first time i show up and you know in oklahoma you have to have a, a license sure california you don't i didn't know that i thought you had to have a license everywhere of course i thought you know i was a professional right there's you know my card I mean? you know <laughs> my laminated piece pretty, of paper pretty much so i walk up to big ugly i go Here's my, here's my card. He like looks at it. He's like, "What is this?" Yeah. I'm like, "What do you mean? What is this?" He's like, "I don't." You know, it's like it's my rest. He's like, "Yeah, you don't need that." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they, they know they know it's scripted. You don't need to prove it. Right. You know they know I mean? it's a work. They right. know. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's how it started. My first match was with Lamper, and it was so bad. It went on for so long <laughs> that Big Ugly ended up having the locker room do a run in to stop the match because it was so bad. Wow. Yeah, that was my first match. Yes. And that point he's like, Okay, we need we need, we need to go back <laughs> right, to the ring a little right. bit. Right. We're gonna we're gonna retrain this guy. Yeah. And that's what he did. And Well, I mean, but honestly, good on him instead of just like kicking you out the door. Right. Right. You know? Obviously he saw something there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he he took it was me and a couple other guys that he took aside and we started training. And then he opened the school after he trained the core guys. Yeah. So that's pretty much how it happened. That's awesome, though. And I, I know you were there for a few years. You obviously, Bonsai Bruce, you met him. Yes. yes good Brian, friend of mine. Brian, very, very, very talented person. Yeah. And, uh, of course, he's in the WWE now. Yes, doing, he the, is. doing the referee gig, yeah. which I, I mean, I still think is a shame. So do I. I agree. Yeah. I agree. He had one of the best flying knees from the top rope that I've ever taken. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I've um, taken that here and in California. So. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. supremely talented. But I think he was also in the mindset of like, you know, I'm just, I just want a gig. I want a job. Yeah, and and no, I he's a hard him. worker. Yeah. yeah, and I don't yeah, blame I mean, him. And he's been able to yeah. make a living there. Good on him. Yeah, no, yeah, it's but he he was he was so talented though. I remember first time. So the, <laughs> Ugly had these students, and so we were doing the beautiful people gimmick. And Ugly goes, okay, you can have anybody. You can have any of the girls, the guys. Who do you want? I said, I I want Brian. He goes, the Asian kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yeah. He's like, all right, but I mean, I mean, he proved me right. So cause, yeah, you know, I I hated his name and I hated the stupid song he came out to when they turned him face, but. I mean, he was good. I, I just, I don't know. I just feel like they wasted what he could have been his his potential. So yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, I mean, he came up. He did his thing. Absolutely. You know, he uh, he I made think, it in my eyes. Oh, I mean, what's yeah, I mean, like what's success it. in wrestling these days, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, because I think we can all look at like, okay, you're, you know, Roman Reigns, top right. of the top <laughs> of the business. That's success, but. What else? I mean, like, is everything below it failure, you know? Like, right, yeah. I think I mean, making it there and staying there for yeah. a long period of time, that's success. Yeah, he did it. No. Yeah, not, not many people can say that, nope. so definitely proud of him. Um, sure. yeah. ended up, you end up coming back to Oklahoma, um, teaming yeah. up with Dustin Heritage. That's kind of when we when we kind of crossed okay, paths, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, so the story on Dustin was we were in Arkansas. Jeff Star. it was actually supposed to be Jeff Starchild. You remember Jeff? I do, yeah. Yeah, he was the champ at... at uh, Maxim Wrestling, where he showed up. Yep. Yeah. So, but... Uh, he was a good guy. I always seemed kind of green. Very. I always tried to work with him before the show, because nobody else would. But he, yeah. had, he could have been Sting. Yeah. In Oklahoma. You know, in Oklahoma. Right. Kansas. He had a great he look. could have done it. And nobody put in the time with him. And it always... I was like, God, you guys are wasting him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Dust... Anyways, Jeff was supposed to be the other half of the Jet Setters. Okay. But, I don't know. Some... He got... He... Something about a woman. I don't know. It's always a woman. But, always. But they're like, what about uh, Dustin? This was in Arkansas. I'm like, okay, yeah, that'll work. And um, they wanted our name to be uh, Heritage and Legacy or Leg- Legacy and Heritage. I'm like, no. Yeah. It'll be the Jet Setters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is <laughs> a cool name. Yeah, I thought so. I mean, it's a ripoff from um, from um, Adam Thornstow, the trendsetter. Right. But, you know what I mean? I was like, that'll work. You know? Yeah, I, I dig it, though. Yeah. And we came and we worked, you guys. We had a blast. It was, oh, I, yeah. I wish well, I wish we could have kept that going for a year. I know. Honestly. I, I know. I remember you you told me before some of the That's ideas. That's what I wanted to do yeah. was for, like, at least six months. And we just, all the belts went to you guys. Yeah. You, Brian, and... Uh, Homer. Or yeah, Jason Homer. Jones. Yeah, Jason Jones. Not yeah. the Space Cowboy, right. a different yeah, Jason yeah. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. But we had a, we had a good time. Yeah. And that was, like I said, kind of at the top of the show, like, that was, that was fun for us. We all had right. a blast, you know? Yeah. And we wanted to bring more people down there. And I I really thought if anything had anything, Spavinall would have been it. But yeah, it was there. It they was. Had it. You know what I mean? And I even remember they I had think, the crowds. And I wanted to start bringing our students there. Yeah, just to get reps. Yeah. And I always kind of talked to uh, some of the guys there, and I'm like, you know, they're not the greatest, but they need they need that they need reps. Yeah. And it was a good place I thought for that. Yeah. And absolutely. So, you know, I, I've always been a big believer in like when you're. In the business, you have to just wrestle. Yeah. You need you need to wrestle different people, yes, different crowds. That's the only way you're gonna get better. You need to, and also you need to fail. Yeah, you need to go out there and you know be that baby face, like all oh, right, and no one react, and like <laughs> right. okay, now what? Now what are you gonna do? <laughs> right? You know? Yeah, like you need yeah. to have those those just absolute failure moments, and right. then maybe you learn something, right, and can be better the next time. But they close that down. So. It's unfortunate. Isn't that the kind of the trend with all the Oklahoma wrestling companies? It's like something starts up, it's big, closes down, the next one opens up. and Well, this one was different because they accused me and Barry for leaving our empty beer cans and bottles. Is on. that what happened? Well, yeah. And I was like, well, if anyone knows me, I my my vice is not beer and alcohol. So yeah. I was like, don't include me in that one. Is that what? Because it was at a That's school. That's what they said. Yeah. That's what they said. And Barry's like, yeah, I never did that. Any beer I ever saw was in the trash can, in yeah. the dumpster. So yeah. I think it was just, I, there might have been something else, and they just used that as a cover. Could have been. You but I mean? wrestling always has that weird, like, negative light on it, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and, I mean, sometimes rightfully so. Right. right. But other times it's like, you know, yeah. if it's a beer, it's a beer can't, like, is that, that's not the worst thing. It's not right. like a right. You know, crack pipe or something. Right, right, right. I mean, a little methamphetamine pipe. Right. Yeah. I mean, it could have no. been a lot worse, but. But you're right about it. 
a lot of these indie places out here or in this area of the world of Americas, they start up and then they just vanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and it's constant. And, you know, I, I think we were talking earlier about how like every promotion thinks it's like the WWE is number oh, yeah. one, <laughs> new Japan, <and> then us. <laughs> right. And right. Like, right. No, it's not, right. that's not how it is. Why do you think that mindset happens? I don't know where they get this idea. Is that just, I really delusion? Think, yes. I think the promoters have never done it. Yeah. And they say, we're going to be the next big thing. Oh yeah. It has to be right. I don't know. I, I think most seasoned wrestlers don't want to be promoters. Right. They don't want to be involved with that. Most. You know what I mean? There are some. But. And, and I've seen people come up to me. It's like, man, you should do a training school. You should do your own promotion. I'm like, yeah. You should, honestly. But I don't want to. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like, right. There's a lot of lot of, lot of of stuff to go in. Yeah, no, I get it. And, and my, my whole thing on the main reason, this is a full disclosure for anyone, the reason I would never do a training school, I don't think it would be sufficient enough to make money. No, no, they not don't. here because I don't think people here want to train. They don't. I think they, they want to be on shows, and That's I get the problem. it. But like, you got to earn it. You do. Yeah. And I think the you problem is it pay dues, right? <laughs> and when you right. don't, when you don't earn it, yeah. Like, I mean, to me, like, if if someone, not necessarily me, but like someone that's done a little bit in the business, if they're telling you, don't do this booking, you need to train for six months first. Yeah. And they don't listen, like. What can you do with that? And I okay, so that never really. I mean, it might have happened in California. I didn't pay attention, but here that was constant. Yes, you know what I mean. It, I well, mean, this guy wants to book me, and I don't have gear. Like, I'm like, no. then don't do it. Right, don't like, do it. I've seen guys work just you know in like the clothes I'm right. wearing, tennis <laughs> shoes and athletic shorts. Yeah. It's garbage. And yeah. it's like, well, I, I didn't have gear. And I'm like, then don't take the booking. Yeah. Like, it's not that hard. Right. Yeah. Just wait. Yeah. It's going to happen. Just tell them, yeah. like, I would rather have gear first. Yeah. I'd rather have something before I walk out there and make a fool right. of myself, you yeah. know? And I know, I understand there's a learning curve with wrestling because it's different than anything else, but it's just that weird thing of people around here sometimes don't, they don't want to understand no, that. It's, it's, I mean, Oklahoma is, is strange. It's like a whole nother planet. It is. Yeah, so any of you guys thinking about coming out here, just think about that before you head on out. Definitely. Um, I got I to gotta throw it to this just for for a moment or two, but you know, I, I call this show, you know, it's fake, right? Because yeah. I felt like that's always been the question that people hit. Yeah. If you say you're a fan of wrestling or you yeah. are wrestling or you're doing something involved in wrestling, it's always like, well, you know that stuff's fake, right? Right. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you're in the business. Right. Like, uh, we know yeah. what it is. But I've always... I've always, as I've gotten older, you know, initially when I was young, pissed me off, right? Like, how dare you call my business fake? Oh, I, yeah, yeah. It was like San, it was like Santa Claus, right? Uh, he's real, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> then, then, like, I, I was in it for a while, and I kind of just like brushed it off, like I don't, I don't even need to talk to this guy, like I'm not going to worry about right. it. Now I look at it so much differently because I'm like, what in the world is actually real, though? Movies aren't real. Right. Reality I, television certainly not I real. I guess UFC, but I've heard stories about that. Well, I think there's elements of it that are real, but I right. think it's a work, too, to some yeah. degree. Yeah. I mean, I think it's certainly like the way they book the the, the shows and stuff is certainly a work. Who was it? Uh, uh, Terry Funk once said, um, if you have all those lights, that music, all that money behind it, and there is a fix in somewhere. There, well, right, because it's a yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah, I think he said it, but he said it way cooler than I did. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, you know? Cornette's always said UFC's the best booked wrestling company in the world. Really? Because because he's like, it's it's personal conflict. Uh-huh. That's all it is. Two guys don't like each other are going to settle in the octagon. Yeah. That's pro wrestling. And I'm like, yeah? <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. It's no, not, you're right. Absolutely. It's not usually a goofy story other than the best fights are always these two guys don't get along. Right. And yeah. you do face-to-faces and yeah. all, all no, the right. pro wrestling stuff. Now let's go buy it on pay-per-view right. and see it. So yeah. I've always just found it weird that like I can enjoy a comic book movie and no one bats an eye. But if I say I'm going to go watch wrestling, you're like, really? Yeah. Wrestling? Right. Right. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. But I don't know why. Right. Yeah. It's like a guilty pleasure. It's like yeah. you don't talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. almost got to be like that low-end thing. Like I, someone finds out you're a wrestler, you're kind of like, you know, don't tell anybody. Right. <laughs> I, I guess they assume, I don't know, they like. I, it's like somehow it's it's like some southern trash. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's weird how people think about it. It's like for stupid people. But it's right. not. We're talking that it's got drama. Yeah. It's got action. You know what I mean? You have to act. Right. It, all it is is uh, what, what do they call those shows now. Live action. Like live action like, stunt show yeah, or something? Or No, no, no. Like the Mandalorian. What oh, yeah, yeah. That? Like a live action drama. Yeah. That's all it is. Right. Live. 
Right. Yeah, I mean, Mandalorian's taped, so... Well, and that's, what, like, an uh, argument I've always heard is, like, anyone can do this. And I'm like, uh, no, they cannot. No, they I cannot. Mean, I you, wish. You can take could. the best athlete in the world. He may not be able to take a bump. Uh-huh. He may not be able to run the ropes. I mean, you know, because it's not for everybody. Yeah. And let alone trying to work a match on the fly and tell a story and take that those moments, right? right? I mean, right. there's those little things that, like, the first time me and you worked, we've never met each other. No. But if yeah. but if I if I sense what you're doing, I can follow along. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? And that there's something there's intuitive in you're being intuitive to what your opponent's doing right. yeah. that the average person may not understand. See, uh, Oklahoma wrestlers, that's called training when that, <laughs> when that happens. So. Right. But uh, um, okay, once I saw a um, some type of series a long time a long time ago, and they're putting these athletes for boxing. And it came up to be a wrestler and a football player. And they went on about this. I forget who it was, but they went on about how this football player was just going to tear this re- this professional wrestler Two up. Two different sports. Yeah. They're going to box, Yeah, so. thank you. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So um, the wrestler killed him. Right. I mean, just destroyed him. The The football player, because they take all those breaks, couldn't keep up. But the wrestler would have the yeah. endurance. Yeah, exactly. So, But again. You know what I mean? So it just shows that there's right. got to be something to it. Of course. You know what I mean? But how can you not see that if you have – like I always say – I always equate it to this. My mom loves watching like figure skating on the Olympics and stuff. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of figure skating, but I'm very aware that I could not do that. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm like – I played baseball till about high school. I couldn't do that. I mean yeah. I'm not hitting a 100-mile-an-hour fastball right. with a wooden bat. Yeah. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm not stepping in the batter box <laughs> like, okay, I, it's right. just not going to happen. Right. But yeah. I'm, I'm keen enough to know like, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, gymnastics like hanging on the rings and stuff. But there's no way. Well, where do they get the idea that's a trampoline? I, and I've and I've expl- so this is a, a great story you'll enjoy. Um, this was years ago. I think it was at a WCW show. A friend of the family, my dad knows him. He's probably in his 40s now. He was working at the uh, Tulsa Convention Center. Okay, yeah. they had just set up the ring. No one was there. It was the night before, and he thought, "I'm gonna run down there and jump in it." Yeah, <laughs> climbs up to the top rope, jumps off, takes a, a back bump. Oh, my God. Right. And he was like, I thought I was going to die. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, and he his thought was, this is like a bouncy house. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. I, I imagine yes. you got quickly thrown back to reality. <laughs> right. And he goes, how do those guys do that? And I'm like, there is, it's it's a learning process. Yeah. He said, you just, you learn how to fall. And I was like, I don't even know if it's learning how to fall. It's learning how to do it without hurting yourself, yeah. maybe. I mean, because yeah, there's, there's an still- art. There's an art. Like Bret Hart said, there's an absolute art for guys to go out there and not physically hurt each other. Right. But make it look, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I'll Real. never, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've done superplexes. Yeah. Never once did that ever feel good. No. It's just like, I Ugh. try to avoid those. Actually. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, big bumps, that's all right. Let's, let's, we don't need right. that tonight. We, we already got them. We don't. Hammerlock. Come yeah. on, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, I'm telling him, I'm like, well, yeah, it's, it's wood. Yeah. Oh, you know, over the top of like steel beams and then, yeah. you know, a padding and a canvas. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, I just assumed it was like a bouncy house. I'm like, well, you do realize when there's two guys out there, they're probably 250 to 300 pounds. Yeah. It's not, it's not giving when they're moving. Right. It's, it's right. steady. And he's just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it <laughs> dawns on him all the, like, oh, okay. God, yeah. I'm surprised you could get back up and walk. I, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean, Honestly. like, like that's the thing is like that could have, with not knowing what he's doing, it could have killed him. Right. Right. Because that, you're just not prepared for that, especially at the top rope. But I mean, it is fake, right? So, and that's yes. and that's that's <laughs> right. the whole argument. It's right. like, how do you not? I understand if like, as I've had people say, like, I I'm just not into it. It's just not for me. I'm like, I okay. get that. Yeah, get it. Sure. Because yeah. yeah. there's times it's hokey, and to me, it's always that's always been hard to defend when they see <laughs> right. Right. what's on Monday yeah. Night Raw and it's a little hokey or a little right. goofy, and it's like, okay, I get that, but yeah. I don't understand how you can, uh, I guess look at the action and, and see guys jump off the top rope. And that's another thing I've talked about is like the perspective of if you're laying on the mat and someone's on the top rope about to drop an elbow. It's high, man. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's and, kind of scary to watch that coming at you. And I remember <laughs> one of my first matches, the guy was going to do a top rope leg drop. And I asked one of my buddies who was a veteran, it's like, what, what should I do? And he goes, pray. <laughs> I was like, what do, like, what do you mean? He goes, just pray he hits you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, Okay, and right. honestly, that's that's the best advice you can give because yeah. you don't want to move, right. you don't want to flinch. Right. And so I watched him come all the way down. He landed perfectly, yeah. didn't hurt a bit. But you know, if he's off a little bit, that his butt's yeah. landing right on my head. Yeah, yeah. that's just like uh, Savage's elbow. Yeah, I mean, that was. I it's mean, there. Yeah, it is. 
perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? If he was off just a bit, I mean, that's like riding your neck. And, I, and I've always found that to be just so fascinating about why the industry is that way. Yeah. And why people don't. And I don't know if it's because we as as an industry have tried to shield people away for so long that, oh, no, this is real. or You know what I mean? Right. That no. mindset yeah, of, like, yeah, we yeah. don't want to tell people this is a work because right. that we're – because I've always heard the argument was, well, if we do that, then people won't buy a ticket. Right. We're, we're learning now that's not really the case. Right. People are in on it, and they get it, and right. they know it's entertainment. But yeah. there was something back then about, well, we can't let them know that this is a work because then we won't draw any money. Right. And I wonder – I, I think they were right about it, honestly. I don't think they would have. Because people, honestly, well, when I was a kid, because I'm a little bit older than you, but they they were hooked. When I would go and see it live, I mean, families would bring, like, uh, picnic baskets. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a big thing. I mean, huge families. And um, it just seemed real. I mean, there they were in their, in their yeah. trunks, and everyone had gear. Everyone had gear. And it was these stupid, cartoony gimmicks. It's like you could actually believe that that's, this is happening. You know what I mean? Do the cartoon gimmicks, is that what does it for... Like, well, like I mean, the 80s? Like, like, or like the late the, 80s or 90s? You know, like, the, like Duke the Dumpster, like the Trash Man wrestler. Right. Yeah. I mean, Come like, on, dude. is that, is that would so... You, with, would you see him in the UFC? Well, of course not. <laughs> actually, a, a, a guy that you know, Ryan Drago, brought this point up. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and as weird as he was... I always liked uh, Ryan. I thought he was all right. Yeah, but I mean, he, we always got along. Yeah, I, I have people, too. Yeah, he, he's an interesting guy. <laughs> yeah, he's an acquired taste for sure. Right. But he, he brought the thing going on. He yeah. brought this point up, and he was he was dead on. He goes, "Okay, he's a trash man. That's a wrestler. He moonlights as a trash man. Okay, <laughs> but why does he wrestle in trash man gear? He doesn't right. pick up the trash in a pair of boots and a singlet. I'm like, or well, he, or he could be running late and he just got off work. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I was like, well, that's a, a long good, night. Yeah, that's I mean. a good point. Like, why do, why does he do that? Right. You know, like because no. Why had, would you? Wouldn't you make more money westling than you would? <laughs> you'd think. Well, you'd think. You know, yeah, maybe. Trash man, right. Maybe Depends not. where you're at, well, you know. But, yeah. I mean, it's that weird thing of, like, oh, he's a trash man wrestler. Right. But, I mean, like, that guy's not main eventing WrestleMania. Not, right. you know what I mean? Like, it's it's such a, and I'm not knocking him personally, because I always yeah. thought Duke was a pretty decent hand. But right. it's that. Oh, no, right. He was, actually. Yes. But you're you're lumped into a gimmick. Yeah, that, that sucks. That, that's <laughs> not going to be a top guy right. gimmick, right? No, not at all. Not at all. Well, it was just like the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, it was believable until he started speaking about the gods and everything. They would have had him committed, or yeah. or the the uh, you know the whoever would have been like, yeah, he's not fit to wrestle. <laughs> if a doctor checked him, right? right? Like, yeah, you know, this like, guy's this not. This guy's crazy. I mean, right? Yeah, it's but but why liability? Why have him talk? Why not just scream and run? You know, right? Why not? Would that be better? Probably. Probably. You just yeah. like ah, and doing all that <laughs> yeah. stuff, right? Right. Wearing the face paint, being jacked to the gills, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's it's. It's an interesting business. No, it is. And, and I think the more you dissect it, the more you realize, like, I don't know. I don't know why right. why people like this. I don't know why I like it. You know, yeah. it's just that there's something about wrestling we're all just kind of attracted to. Right. No. So I got a, a good fake story for you. So I was wrestling Big Ugly in my first ever death match mm-hmm. in, uh, in um, the Colonial in, in Sacramento. And uh, we had a spot where he laid the chair over me. Now, I'm going to tell you guys the truth on this one because I've always kayfabe this to everybody. So he took the ugly stick and beat the, beat the chair while I was underneath it. So I had, to, I had to gig, which I tell everyone the chair actually cut me, but it was actually me. It was my first blade job. And I went deep and all the way across. Because you didn't know, right? I didn't because I asked Dante, hey, how do you do this? He goes, just jam it in and just cut. Yeah. And I mean, I did it. So I did it. <laughs> so Ugly picks up the chair. And I mean, it's just blood. And it's not stopping. I mean, it is, I'm just Now it's getting it. probably like scary. Right? Oh, very scary. Because it's like you could tell my heartbeat and it's just spitting. Oh, God. Yeah, it's yeah. bad, right? And he's like, oh, shit. I'm like, you can't. What? What do you mean? Oh, shit. You know what That's I mean? not what you want to hear. <laughs> no. I was like, well, let's just get. You know, he was like, we're just going to go to the finish now. Mm-hmm. Which was the. Uh, what was it? The ugly wedge onto a table with a barbed wire. But um, I was talking to somebody in the back, or somebody said to me, "Oh, that's way too much blood. That's got that's fake." Yeah, it's like, what do you think we're mostly made of? Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, <laughs> because know? it's it's almost like we're looking Disbelief. at like well, it's like a right? horror movie, right? Yeah. At this point, like yeah. this is 
Yeah, it was a horrible. I mean, the match was yeah. okay, but if it wasn't for that blade job, it wouldn't be as good as it is. Yeah, you know I mean, but honestly, it, but I, I saved it. <laughs> right. But I mean, it's like you're, you're literally like, and, on the verge of bleeding to death, right? right? Pretty much. Yeah. My my uh, my brother uh, jumped in the ring. I mean, it was yeah. It was. I just didn't know what I what I did. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. I didn't know. Just like that guy taking the bump. Right. You know what I mean? You don't. You don't know. And and that was very real. I had to end up going to the hospital. Sure. I had what twenty two stitches. Yeah. All the way. I looked like Frankenstein. I swelled up. It was gross. Right, and it's, and it's one of those things where... It had to be fake because there was too much blood. Right. And, and, and where did I pull it out of then? Did I have, like, a bag in my... Yeah. yeah I mean, I don't know. You know. It's fake It's fake blood. Like, like where? Like, right. out of a capsule? Right. right. Yeah. He's getting to spew out. Like, right. he's got a machine. He's clicking it. Exactly. It's, Somewhere on his tights. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's, I always thought that was funny. <laughs> well, it's, but that's what's so weird about our industry. It's so graphic. Yeah. It's so brutal. No, that can't be real. Can't be real. Can't be real. No. Man, it's uh, it's it's such a weird it's such a weird mindset, I guess. And you know, and even the blade job, yeah. right? I mean like that's kinda of become more open in this era right. where people know yeah. about it and stuff. But I remember I don't know if you saw the match, it was a few years ago. It was when Brock was wrestling Orton and he shoot busted him open with some yeah. elbows. Yeah. And you know, Orton's bleeding and stuff and Cornette, which I know Cornette's like polarizing, but he makes a lot of good points, I think. Yeah. And one of the things he said, he goes, that's why we had the blade. So we didn't have to mutilate each other. Right. It's like we're going so backwards in our mindset of pro wrestling that it's like, oh, the blade, that's barbaric. Well, it's because of UFC. Right. Right. It's like, they're oh. trying to compete. But it's but they're different things, right? right? Like Ex- Exactly. Yeah. Like why would pro wrestling need to compete with they UFC? They don't. It's, you know? it's a totally different genre. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. It's just, it's always been so, uh, so weird, I guess. Agreed. Do you watch current day product at all? AEW and um, Ring of Honor. What do you think of AEW? I mean, I really think they could go... Okay, I think they have what it takes to bring back, like, 80s wrestling. Sure, I think they can sure. Do it. That was when it was the best. The golden years of wrestling. I feel like there's certain things they do that are not... It's a, getting weird. It's, they got some weird shit. What, didn't they do, like, a, a zombie... Uh, Lumberjack match where it was surrounded by zombies. That was WWE. Oh, was it? Sorry, yeah. I get confused. Well, days. yeah, but they, yeah, they did. Uh huh. And but I mean, if they EW, there's certain things they do that I'm not a fan of. But other things they do, I'm like, okay, I, I like. I, I love the fact they have Sunny Kiss. Yeah, I lo- I think that's great. Absolutely, yeah. you know what I mean. There's a lot of things they do that I think are good. And MJF, great I mean, heel. Oh my God, that kid's what 24? Very young. 24, 25. And the way he talks on that mic is gold. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I mean, they've got, to God, me... He gets it. They've got a lot of great talent. Yeah. I mean, as we record this, there's rumor that Punk and others are showing oh, up. Is that true? I, I don't know, honestly. Okay. I, I mean, keep hearing... Everywhere I look, they say he's signed, or he's making an appearance. I, I heard him on a pod... This will be dated, I'm sure, <laughs> by the time people hear this, but I heard on a podcast someone was asking him, and he was promoting that new show he's doing called Heels about Have wrestling. It? I haven't. I didn't like. It. I watched the. I couldn't get through the first episode. Really? Yeah, oh, that's disappointing. Like, oh, that sucks. Honestly, if you're going to make a, a wrestling, they need to. They need to follow like Rocky. Make this poor wrestler. Yeah. Working. You know what I mean? Make it gritty. Heels is kind of. They're all beautiful. Yeah. Everyone looks great. You know what I mean? Not quite. Not quite <laughs> yeah, real. Right. Right. Yeah. It's just. I don't know. I I, I want to see it, but I, like I said, I don't. I don't know. So yeah. I haven't seen che- it. Yet. Check it out, though. I mean, I, I'd I will. Be interested in what your thoughts are on it but he was promoting heels and of course that aew they're doing this big show in chicago are you showing up and i'm like well he's not going to reveal on this podcast right yeah i'll be there <laughs> or you know what i mean so yeah. i think he was like well actually i think this night i'm doing a premiere thing for heels so i probably yeah. won't be there and it's just it's that weird thing is as the industry like isn't that what we're built upon as those surprise moments yeah it's not anymore we like to announce it yeah and it's to get people in it's like yeah it's not fun anymore. That's that's that was the. Uh, that's why you paid for the ticket, <laughs> right? Because you never know what's going to happen. Exactly, and that's and yeah. that was the whole point of the live television yeah. aspect, right? Because yeah. anything can happen because it's yeah. live, and so yeah, I you're mean, right? I, we are going backwards. It, we are, yeah. you know, and you know, I think you know, back in the the day, you know, when I would watch wrestling, and in I like watching wrestling with my nephew nowadays because he just watches. Uh-huh. He doesn't dissect it because he's seven. Right. And I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And like, I look back and like, he just wants the good guy to win. That's like his yeah. only, that's his only care. Yeah. And if the bad guy cheats, he's like, can you believe that? Like, right. And I'm like, I know. Can you, I that's know. crazy. Right. That's, yeah. But it's like, 
in a weird way, it's like the way he watches it makes it tolerable. Right. Because I think no, yeah. you're a wrestler, right? Yeah. I mean, the second you're watching something that sucks, you're like, oh, I wouldn't have done that. You know, and you start <laughs> right. you start rebooking yeah. in your head, yeah. I would have done this, I would have done that, yeah. and then yeah. you end up disappointed. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. But yeah. it's, and like I said, I think today, athletically, we've got a lot of great talents. Yeah. It's just the, the whole business is different. I mean, you won't give me something from the 80s or 90s. I'm way more into that than anything current. So am I. I mean, I'm always on YouTube watching, like, uh, Bill Watts's. I mean, I just love it. Sure. You're, uh, Fantastics, uh, Terry Taylor, uh, the Sheep Herders. Yeah. Those guys scared me as a child. Right. Then they're this fun-loving tag team, right? Right. And I was like, wait a second. Yeah. What happened there? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, really well, two great guys. It's like Taz. You know yeah. I mean? Legit you know? scary. Yeah. And then he gets to WWE, and he's like, well, I'm just going to get fat because you're not booking me the right way. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, a few weeks ago we lost beautiful Bobby Eaton. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, how great – not that he died, but it was like finally people are seeing, like, that – like the Alabama Jam, that top yeah. – how great he was in yeah. the ring. And it's oh, like, that guy was amazing. And it's like now people are starting to see that. Yeah. And I think wrestling has been so, like – designed more lately of like these crazy things we can do and death yeah. matches and things yeah. of that nature that we forget like let's watch beautiful bobby let's, well, just watching him in the ring how good he is yeah he was smooth I yeah mean, did he ever make a mistake not that i ever saw yeah i mean one of the greatest I mean, he might have and we just never knew yeah he was that good i mean i mean but also just the creative spots yeah that was what yeah. always got me about him well, which one was your favorite midnight express see i'm more familiar with him in lane uh, yeah, so am I. Actually, I never. I don't think I've ever saw him in Conjury. Not, not except for tape. Right. And yeah. so uh, that to me was always the Midnight Express. Me too. Me but too. I, I can understand where people are like, no, 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 it's, it's even in Conjury, <laughs> and I get that. You know? Right. Right. But, yeah. um, but you know, Stan Lane, I don't think was the greatest, but I, I never thought he was bad. I believed it. Yeah. His educated feet. Yeah, like, for sure. You know? <laughs> yeah, I totally believed it. Yeah. yeah, and and like I remember this spot they did one time, which I was like, my god, that's good. Um, Eaton tags in Stan Lane. As soon as Stan Lane comes in, he throws the big line. Robert Gibson picks him up for the atomic. So Eaton at that at that at this point realizes his partner's in trouble. So he gets yeah. back in the ring. Robert Gibson drops him with the ass bump. They hit each other and they both roll out of the ring. Nice. I'm like, it's so simple, and, but it's and, so good. And they went wild. Yeah. So now, and then they're fighting each other, and Cornette's right. trying to calm them down. Right, right. And then you fast forward to now, and they're having to, I don't know, fucking nine Germans in a row and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you always shoot the German. Remember that. <laughs> always shoot the German. <laughs> always shoot the German. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. And I've I've often I've often wondered that with certain shows I've watched where I see guys take a crazy bump, and I'm like. Why? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we all know, like, a lot of those big-time rings, they're not very forgiving. No. You know what I mean? They're not. No, not at all. Yeah. I mean, as you know, we only have so many bumps. Yeah. (laughs) And so I don't don't get why guys... (laughs) Right. And you see it always when they're young. Like, they're in the ring. They're just taking crazy bumps before the show, and I'm just like, (laughs) you know, settle down. You know, you have (laughs) plenty of time to do all these bumps later, but I don't know. It's weird. Um to kind of circle back to maybe the independent Oklahoma area, what would you think would be necessary to make it? No, let's not say good, but better. Oklahoma? Yeah. Okay, so um, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and I was talking about Tim Rockwell. Mm-hmm. And when I, for, and this is not a knock on anybody, when I first arrived at SRPW and I saw everyone there, and I saw... Uh, Tim Rockwell, he was doing a rapper gimmick, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think anything of him. I was like, well, you know what I mean? But to see him now and how he's progressed and how he's trying to do something, we need more guys like that that oh, I agree. are, are going to try to do something. You know what I mean? We need to, I mean, to make it better, we really need a central school where everyone just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I, I you know, because like SPW, there was a school in Sacramento, then there was a school a little up north, and then Basically, everything was down south. So you had two schools, you know. So you should be able to come to one or the other, right? Right. right. I mean, it might be a drive, but... And you're ex- and I assume if you're on the roster, you're expected to be there, at least to some degree. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Well, no, I mean, that's how I came up, is if you don't show up to train, you're not on the card. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, what are you doing this for? Just for a good time? 
You know what I mean? Which is, it is fun, but don't you want to progress and go and do something in the industry? It's weird because I feel like... I think we need that mindset more instead of... 100%. I want to be the indie darling of Oklahoma. But but why? Like, what are you getting out of that? Right. To be the indie darling of Oklahoma. Well, they're, they're fan, I, I guess in their... I don't know. I guess they're in their... Because it's... It's an ego it, boost, maybe? It's the land of TikTok these days and Instagrams yeah. and Facebooks. You know, back in... When I was coming up, none of that shit was around. You yeah. Know, sorry, I didn't mean to cuss. No, yeah, you're fine. No, but, but I, I mean, mean, you're right, though. You know, it, it was a different mindset. But, I mean, I remember... Thinking when I when I moved to WLW, it's like I didn't I the school said on the website it was open Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Yeah, I assumed as a brand new guy, I'm expected all three days. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'd been there a year, and I'd start to get on shows, and I'm helping out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know where I can, and all of a sudden it's um, well, I, I really can't work. I can't come train on Tuesdays. Right. You know. Okay. And you know, some sometimes I can't make it on Thursday, and it's like. <laughs> Wait a second. Do you want to do this? I mean, we, like, this is... Why'd you pay the money? We had people call that school Uh knowing Harley could answer their phone. And the question was, and this is no bullshit. I've never said this on the show before, so I'm going to blow some minds. (laughs) This guy calls. He asked, how do I get a dark match? And like I I didn't answer, but I was there when when, when one of the other guys answered. Fun, gosh. And the guy was like, well. You know, after some time, yeah. Harley will send guys up as extras, which, I mean, you know. Yeah. And if anyone doesn't know, five or six guys go. Yeah. You may get a minute in the ring if you're lucky. Yeah. Maybe you'll get to cut a promo if you're lucky. And you basically just hang around all day and hope that you get to do something. Yeah. Maybe if they think that you fit the bill, you'll get to do a dark match. But as you know, for me, I didn't get to do a lot right. of it because I was bigger than a lot yeah. of guys. Right? Yeah. So you almost have to be like the right size, right, the right look. Yeah. You know, and, and all that stuff. And so... That's what we tell him. He goes, well, I really don't need to train because I play the video games. I know all the moves. And this is – and I'm thinking like, it's like you're, am I on candid camera here? Is this, a, is this a joke? It's like, are you reading the backs of labels? It's like, come on, man. Oh, my goodness. Do they – I mean like – That's my beyond the mat reference. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Roland Alexander. Yeah, I got, got, got a fat piece of shit saying do you read the back of, of food labels. Right. Like, yeah. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. And it's like, it just, I mean, it, it blew my mind. But I mean, speaking of video games, I remember we had a guy at the school yeah. and all of a sudden Tuesday rolled around. Oh, I, I can't make it today. I'm sick. Yeah. And then he calls me that night like, hey, man, you want to come over and play the new SmackDown versus Raw game? I thought you were sick today. You couldn't Good train. Good for you, man. Good for you. You know, yeah. it's, it's just, it's, it's like you, you put in your work, man. You know what I mean? I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, the problem is to improve it. I was just thinking about it. To improve Oklahoma wrestling. I think we need to get people that put the show first, put the 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 promotion first. But no one does that, right? It's always it's always like I want to do this for me. I don't care right. about this show. It's about the I don't show. care about the next match because you always yeah exactly. It's about the show. You put the show first, and that was one of the biggest compliments I ever got out of Texas. Is I put the show first, not my match, not myself. Well, not every you know I mean? as you know, not every show's about you. Not at all, right? You know what I mean. You're you're a yeah. you're a garnish on right. what that show's about. Yeah. You know, yeah, agreed. And I and I'll never. This is one of the main reasons I liked working you. We did a singles match one time. Yeah, you were I the, think we did two. Did we do two? Yeah. The first one we did, I remember you were the cocky heel. Yeah, and I was the baby face, and basically, I dominated the entire match, yeah. and you got me with a low blow and beat me. Well, I had my buddies run in right to distract you. Yeah, that was the whole because you were bigger than me. But How I mean, am I going to get this? You know what I mean? But, I mean, it would have been so easy for you to be like, well, when I put the heat on you, I need to do this move. I need to do that. You know what I mean? It, but doesn't, that's make, the, it doesn't look good, I don't think. But, I mean, afterwards, I remember people in the crowd like, man, that, if he wouldn't have low-blowed you, you'd have beat him. And I'm like, oh, really? yeah. That and was I, the whole idea. But that's, that's the story, right? Yeah. Because eventually that's going to drop the – you're going to get the belt. Right. And then um, I think um, Brian was going to get a singles or – Something we were going to do. You guys are going to end up with all the belts. Yeah. Either Brian ended up with the title, and then you and Homer were tagged. Something like that. Yeah. I, I know you had plans. Yeah. Obviously, you had yeah. a plan to make this a thing. But I remember in that match, I was just like, "Are you sure you don't want like something?" Like, no, no. They just take you know, take it all. Yeah. And like I threw you across the table. We oh, had yeah. some great stuff. Yeah. You chopped me in front of your family. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I remember, yeah. I remember even like you even called for me. I like, chopped me again. And I'm like, "Are you sure? <laughs> I can't do it." Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just that yeah. that. 
that mindset of putting the match ahead of right. Of, yeah. Oh, I want to do my cool move. I want to do this no. because that's. But again, that's not what it's about. No, I wanted to be booed. That's right. What I wanted. That's I your. Wanted you to be cheered. That's your payday, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? As the heel being the the worst guy right. out there, yeah, the I reason be, they hate you. I had to be the the devil to your angel. Right. Right. You know what I mean? It's not that hard. No, it's not. It's really not. <laughs> so that's one thing I've always thought about. Like if I were to, to te- teach people, it's like I want them to, to understand that aspect. Uh-huh. But unfortunately, I feel like it would be hard to redirect at this point. Oh, and right. I'm not talking about everybody. I'm just right. saying like in general yeah. from what I see. And I'm not at all the shows. Yeah. And I don't want this to be like, well, by God, back in my day. Because, I mean, <laughs> hey, when I was when I was coming up, we had a lot of shitty stuff too. Yeah. Right, I mean, I'm sure yeah. you, I'm sure you saw yeah. it. You know, there was always stuff that I was just like, "Well, that's not good." Yeah. I mean, I know when I when I first started, right? I used to get yelled at by Harley because the guys that would train me would like pick me up for stalling suplexes and body slam me, right? Because I'm the big guy, and they're doing it to pop each other, right? And Harley's like, "Don't you let those motherfuckers pull one on you?" And I'm like, right. "What am I supposed to do? They're calling the match, right? right. I, I'm just I'm just listening." Yeah, they say go for a suplex. I went up. You know, yeah. it, it was. So there was a there's always a lot of learning in this industry, yeah. I guess, and and just I guess trying to get everybody on the same page is not right. the easiest thing in the world to do. Yeah, um, I always just if like you or anyone that was bigger than me, I was gonna have them just tear me apart, and I was gonna figure out how I could cut corners to win. Right. As a champion, you know what I mean. Usually, if I wasn't champion, I'd just job and be done with it. Yeah. You know what I mean. That was just my thing. But I mean, that's the that's the problem. Like. A lot of these guys, they just seem to think, oh, you're bigger. You know what I mean? That's I think that's where people get it's fake. Honestly. Sure, sure. Honestly. You know what I mean? Because it's like you got this little small guy tearing this big, this huge man up. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. It wouldn't happen. Once that big guy caught him, it would be over. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. That's just how I always saw it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, that's why you, well, that, I, I'd have you just dominate me. I mean, seriously, because yeah. you towered over me. I mean, your arm was big as my thigh. You know what I mean? So, but I mean, but in that mindset of like, once you were able to maybe outsmart me or something, or right. not even outsmart me, but I just use the numbers. Ca- yeah, catch an advantage yeah. some yeah. way, you yeah. know, and I then corners, right? Yeah, but like, where is that? I feel like that aspect is, is so not there anymore. Yeah. But I mean, ahead of the match, you're probably thinking to yourself like, okay, he's bigger than me. What can I do? How can I beat him? Is what I was thinking. Right. And I know a low blow is kind of shitty. But the fact that you got to hit the sky high on Dustin, right? And, did, and I think Barry just came right in and you just threw him right back out, right? You know what I mean? I, don't know, I was trying to just get you over, really, right? Yeah, you know I mean, right. But just I mean, a big new baby face. But I, at the same time, like a low blow yeah. is kind of overdone, but it's also one of those moves that people get, right? You know, they get a poke to the eye, yeah. they get a shot to the balls. Yeah, those are things people understand. So uh, there was one time where I was wrestling uh, a guy at. Um, Kane's ballroom, and I wanted the finish to be, I'm going to go to the top, push the rep into the ropes, and I'm going to rack myself and pin me. Mm-hmm. He's like, what do, you, what do you mean? Pin you off? you just racking yourself? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, have you ever been racked in real life? Right. You know what I mean? Especially like on the Jesus top rope. Jesus Christ. Come like, on, dude. Even that's, knowing a legit, I'm, that's a legit, like, I'm not getting up. Even <laughs> knowing I'm doing, I hated doing that yeah, spot. Because so it, it sucks, you yeah. know. But, yeah, I mean, and it was just like another time a, a guy, uh, I was in a street fight, and I was going to use brass knuckles, and I was supposed to go over, and a guy, no, I wasn't in a street fight, he was going to have a street fight, and I said, okay, I'll hit you with brass knuckles, and I'll get the win. He goes, well, I'm about to have a street fight, and I think that'll make me look weak. It's brass fucking knuckles. You ever been hit with brass knuckles? No, I haven't. Yeah, it, it caves your face in. Of course, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that's the problem. It's a lot of my. It's it goes back to training. You need yeah. good trainers. That's the problem in Oklahoma. I, we could probably wrap it up with this. Okay. Where does the "it makes me look weak" thing come from? I don't know. You know, oh, I mean? uh, because he was bigger than me, right? And so in my mind, I'm thinking if I hit him with brass knuckles, I could win. No, and I and I get I get and your he story. Get, he didn't get it at all. But but where does like if if that that match we had, if you're like, well, I'm going to pull out a gimmick and yeah. pop you in the jaw, you know, and that's how you went. For instance, as yeah. opposed to the low blow, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I can buy that because you're using this yeah, to I'm win using an advantage over yeah. But it also gives me a means for a rematch, right? right? Because right. 
you know, it, or we do a brass knucks on a right. or some bullshit like <laughs> yeah. that, right? You know, right. so something yeah. something yeah. like that. So where does that whole like oh it makes me look weak come I, in? It really well, has... when we know this will work, right? Right. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's fake. <laughs> <laughs> that's pro wrestling, yeah, right? Know? It's I don't know. It's supposed to be fun, right? And people take it well here in this area. They take it to where they think in their mind that it's real and they don't want to embarrass because they have their family out there. It's like, but I'm hitting you with brass knuckles. But the stuff they're seeing is not like top of the line. I don't think they know any better. Maybe, maybe it could be. You know what I mean? I don't know. I you know I mean I fit. I don't know. I don't, that's a hard. It's a hard yeah, question really to answer. Is, yeah, you know it's tough. But I mean, I, I've heard that so often. Or like, oh yeah, that's good. But I don't, I don't think we should do that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I haven't dove into this too often. But I don't know how many times I'd be when I was in NXT or FCW. Yeah. And I had a match, and I would suggest an idea. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't think that's the right way to go. And I'm like, I'd love to know what their right way would have been. <laughs> I don't know. Here's my. I'm not going to say I'm the most creative guy in the world, but I'm like. You don't have to be. Isn't it just about getting the crowd into it and telling a a story? It doesn't have to be like. I think so. But when when I when I know I have bad creative, Mm -hmm. there's to me that's it's really hard for me to be like, okay, this is I'm going to try to make this work when I know it's not. Oh, you know what I mean? Like one 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 match. I was wrestling this new kid. We were match two of an eight match card. And our producer... Great spot on the card. I oh, always loved being early. Yeah. <laughs> and our, our producer's like, all right, they're going to see a lot tonight. Can you do a vertical suplex? And I'm like, yeah. That's your finish. And I'm like, okay, well, I think we should probably do something else. Oh, my God, I could imagine. Just... And he's like, you just want to do your finisher? And I'm like, no. Who was the? Can I ask who the producer was? Well, it's a guy you mentioned earlier. Oh really? The old cock of the walk. Oh yeah. Jeez. And my my thought was not so That's much the problem. Yeah. My my <laughs> my thought wasn't so much that it's like if I do a suplex and I pin him, most of the crowd's probably going to think that that was a mess up. Yeah. Because it's a vertical suplex. Yeah. You know, and right. and he, I think, in his, I mean, he would also throw like we we were watch tape of like NXT TV, right? We yeah. would just talk about it. And one of the clips we saw, Seth Rollins does a dive from the top rope to the floor. Yeah. Pretty standard for him. But, yeah. then, you know, he was like, that right there you save for a pay-per-view. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And, I, and I didn't say this. Right. But my, my mindset was like, thinking, yeah. I was like, okay, you're saying save it for a pay-per-view, which to me equates to the biggest match you're going to have at that time, right? Yeah. That's what we right. look at as a pay-per-view. Yeah. We didn't have pay-per-views in NXT. They weren't doing the takeovers yet. So yeah. this technically was the biggest match he was going to have right. at that time. So... Right, <laughs> he's doing the right, right. thing. Right, yeah. he didn't yeah. do it on a house show. He did it on NXT TV, which is right. the biggest thing we're going to do. So, right. But where's the argument? You save it for a pay per view. What pay per view? Right. We're not doing them. Right. So, it, it, I don't know. And so it always be stuff like that. So I do the suplex. I pin the guy. Crickets. You know, and it's just like, <laughs> right. And then of course, then they look at you like, oh, you didn't get a reaction. Like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, you know, finish suck, bro. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I don't. So I don't know if, like, you're better off. I love how it falls onto you, though. Right. Now, would it have been better if I suplexed him, picked him up, and gave him something? Right. Whatever. Yeah. Just a quick, like, neck breaker. Bam! One, two, three. Or a vicious clothesline. Yes. Stood him up and just, you know what I mean? From hell. Yeah. But. I mean, and uh, that's. A vertical. My mindset at that time, which I was also, like, 25. So I was young. It was 10 years ago. So my mindset at that time was. I'm going to do exactly what they ask me to do and show that I'm a team guy. Oh, sure. Yeah. I don't know if that was the right approach necessarily. I, I, I always think it is. But then I've heard you become a team guy, you get you get gimmicks like Fandango and yeah. and Tyler Breeze. You do. Yeah, and, I mean, and, or whatever other I mean, yeah. the Fandango thing sucked. Sure. I mean, he looked great, though. Right. You know but I mean? mean, but he was a guy that he'd did, been there for a while. He could work. Sold, yeah. did we, I mean, it's, it's a ballroom dancer. Yeah. You're, you're only going to go so far. Right. And right. I, I think that's... Or the cheerleader gimmick. Mm-hmm. I heard that story about how they kind of looked at each other going, like, yeah. this is horrible. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah. you're a cheerleader. You're yeah. American. <laughs> I mean... Like when they were telling him, Vince was, you guys are going to be cheerleaders. No, he was all for it. <laughs> and they're all, like, looking around at each other going, oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a story, and I don't know the truth of this, but I guess they were on the private jet, some of the producers and Vince, and Dean Malenko says... Vince, you're not ever going to get over a group of male cheerleaders. And he looks at him and he goes, watch me. 
Because if you remember, not long right. after that, they're all partnered up with Vince. Right. But yeah. then once that's over, yeah. dropped like a bad habit. Yeah. I'm like, that has to happen. Yeah. You know, where they all of a sudden they're like, I'm going to make this thing the most over thing in the world. Then yeah. and just and it's over, it's over. Right. I don't know. But I think that's the, I mean, another guy I was in developmental with was Adam Rose. Yeah. And he was great as Leo Kruger. Right. I mean, like it was a Why good. Why they change him? I don't know. Yeah. It was a great gimmick. He was over, wasn't he? He was super over. Yeah. He he was um, he had great look to him. Yeah. And it was totally different than anything they were doing. Yeah. And and I was just like, oh okay. Like yeah. he was doing some good promos. He kind of had a, a very interesting thing to him. Then all of a sudden they're like, I'm gonna wipe that. You're gonna be Russell Brand. And oh yeah. And I'm sure like, he was like. Oh, well, I mean, and he even he even brought this up in an interview, and I was like, wow, that's so true. He was like. Either this is R-rated or it's Sesame Street. Oh. And if you look, I mean, like, he had, like, the guy in the hot dog suit and right. all that stuff. I'm like, he was, he was right. Because yeah. if you don't make this edgy and, like, cocaine on the nose yeah. and all that stuff, it's 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 Sesame Street. Well, I, I think that's another problem with wrestling. It needs to be edgy. It has to be, to, yeah. to a degree. Yeah. You have to you have to kind of push the envelope. Like, yeah. so this guy just likes to party, so he comes yeah. out with all these people and they dance. It's like, yeah. but why? Yeah. <laughs> why are they, yeah. yeah like, I mean, yeah. He's a pro athlete. Would they really <laughs> let them come through? Exactly. Right. right. I mean, it doesn't make yeah. on the grand scheme of things. It makes no sense. <laughs> right. So why yeah. do we do it? Right. You know. But yeah. it's that thing. I think sometimes because it's pro wrestling, we check our brains. And yeah. Just, oh, right. that's, that's the way it's supposed right. to be. I gotcha. Well, dude, this has been a blast, man. No, it was a good time. I mean, it was yeah. kind of all over the place, but that's that's yeah, what's fun sorry. about it, right? Sorry about that. Oh no, no. Hey, <laughs> man, that's that's what I I love to do. I love to just kind of touch on one thing yeah. that kind of leads to this conversation and that I think it's great yeah yeah it's a lot of fun thank you before we get out of here anything else you're going to do in wrestling or are you, you think no, you're pretty I'm, well done yeah I mean I've gotten I've got severe uh nerve damage in my left arm now mm, so. really yeah so it ain't gonna happen yeah it's it sucks though when I think we always feel like we can keep going right no well I, I keep saying to myself if I could get a tag team partner <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know so, yeah, I hear you, man. Well, yeah. dude, like I said, this has been a blast. I hope we can do yeah, it again down the absolutely. road. Absolutely, yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, guys, I'm here to close it up for episode 43. A big shout-out to Handsome Jack Legacy. Hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. I know it was a lot of fun to record, and uh, hopefully it'll be uh, a guy I have on again down the road because we had an absolute blast Really, really fun conversation. Uh, next week, my guest is a fun one. If you are a, a fan in the uh, in the Fig Life, you probably know this guy because not necessarily from talking, but just from what he does. Um, he's a figure photographer, one of the first that I knew. Um, I saw his uh, his set design for like the War Games. So if you're not in, if you're not familiar with figure photography, what those what these guys do is they set up scenes. With their figures, with their rings. And this guy had war games. Two rings, the, the double cage, the whole deal. With the NWA style ring skirts. Huh, There's a little hint. And I was like, whoa, that is like that is awesome. And uh, it, it's a guy named Nate. And uh, he runs the Twitter account, Ring Skirts. And, um, you know, Nate's a very, very fun guy. And uh, he's just a big wrestling figure fan. Always has been. He's a figure collector in general. In fact, in pretty good authority he'll be showing up on the tv toy cast within a couple of weeks but um nate's the first figure photographer that i remember seeing where he just put up these really cool scenes and he would spend weeks on like a single match just a picture here a picture there uh, he's built a wrestlemania 9 set he's built so much cool stuff it's really cool to see what he does it's like how do you take what they did at wrestlemania 9 which of course is like the caesar's palace set and put that in figure form. Like, how do you even start? I wouldn't even know what to do. The fact that he did that is incredible. So we kind of dive into that. We dive into his fandom. We dive into his real life, which is cool. Cause I don't think a lot of people know a lot about Nate. Um, he's got some killer Halloween costumes cause it's obviously Halloween. In fact, when I put up the picture for him, the little graphic I make, I'll probably find a Halloween picture cause he's got some doozies and it's uh, it's always fun to throw out there, but Nate's a great guy to talk to. And, um, I think everyone will enjoy it. He's done some podcasts before we've done. He did an episode on, or a couple episodes on breaker remains power hour a couple of years ago. So it's uh, it's really fun to talk with Nate and that will be coming up next week. And I hope you guys enjoy it cause it will be a blast, but again, shout out to handsome Jack legacy, really fun guy to talk to. I'm sure he'll be on again down the road. Of course, I want to shout out some of our podcasting buddies, of course, fully posable, the wrestling figure podcast, 
and uh, which is a, every Sunday. It's a great show, especially if you like wrestling figures. And Scott over there has a side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry is a go-to for both me and Bane. We love that one. The Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. The Ringside Rant with RJ. The Leisure and Lariats Podcast with my pal Ruthless Ryan Davidson. Boot to the Face. Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife, Caitlin. Love that show. Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew over there is fantastic. Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds is a really fun podcast as well. Howlin' with the Wolf with our pal Jason Wolf. And don't forget about his chop shop. In fact, as I record this, I just got a notification for a chop shop package. And let me tell you, it's going to be some good stuff. Ready for that. Pulling up a chair with a chair shot over there from Tim. Great show. Um, Catching up with Aaron and Daniel is a new podcast I'm really enjoying with my buddy Aaron Anders, who I want to have back on this show down the road, hopefully. And, uh, of course, Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast with Richard and his friend Matt. Especially if you like horror movies, I think you will like that one. Some great stuff. And, of course, me and Bane have a lot of podcasts in general. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. We drop a new show every Sunday. 404 episodes we've done now, which is insane. Um to think i guess so check that out we drop one every sunday and of course the tb toy cast i drop every thursday with my pal travis fowler we just dropped an episode on uh gi joe classified last week and then this week we did what did we do um no i'm sorry this week was gi joe classified last week was the wcw vibrating figure so get my weeks all screwed up but yeah some great stuff so check those shows out this coming week for TV Toycast, what do we have? Episode 28, we're going over actually the uh, Jack Pacific WrestleMania mini ring, which uh, came out in the late 90s. It was a ring, and it came with six figures. It was only 15 bucks, which seems like a steal nowadays, but at the time, it was a pretty cool little set. You got six figures, a ring, a cage, a title belt. It was awesome. Kind of a one-in, like a starter set for any wrestling fan. So check out the TV Toycast, and then, of course, no Holds Barred with Bill Benis. Uh, of course, Bill Benis was on the show a couple of weeks ago. Well, he wasn't, but we talked about the character. And uh, they, him and Bane just did a Halloween special, so maybe some little seeds planted for what's coming up on uh, No Holds Barred. So stay tuned there. Of course, all of Bane's tunes you can find on Apple or Spotify. Love the new Freak song. He said it's one of his uh, highest like uh, ranked songs, and I think that's based on plays. So we have a lot of you guys to thank for that. Make sure you, you uh, check it out and play it. And I also got to throw this out there. My nephew, Weissen, officially has a YouTube channel called Weissen World. Uh, I'm helping him kind of make some videos. We've done some Bean Boozle Challenge. He's done some where he just talks about his wrestling figures. And uh, we're just trying to think of fun stuff for him to do. So um, he loves the fact that people are enjoying it. So if you guys get a chance to check out his videos, I know he would appreciate it. And uh, finally, our T-shirts. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker. You can pick up a lot of my shirts there. BBPH.RedBubble.com. You can pick up some shirts. And WhatAManeuver.net. Search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. My buddy Bane has a store there as well, as does the TB Toycast. All those shirts are available. And, uh, of course, a lot of our podcasting buddies have stores there as well. So you can kind of support everybody in one stop, which is great. And WhatAManeuver does amazing. Great quality over there. Thank you guys for checking it out. You know it's fake, right? Next week we'll be with Nate from Ring Skirts. And remember, as the great Johnny Valentine once said, I cannot make you believe that pro wrestling is real, but I sure as hell can make you believe that I am. I'm Brian Breaker. This is You Know It's Fake, Right? And we'll see you guys next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful. For a minute, and I can stand toe to toe with the best of the minute. Don't give a damn about critics, they talk a lot, but at the end of the night, I'm selling the tickets. All the tough guys avoid me, the ladies all adore me, paparazzi record me. I can put on a clinic, all my opposers are born.